Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the role of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. Welcome back, Ranchers, to the Lucky Die. Previously, Lafian spots magically inclined creatures, Rallus fascinated by Bellum's horses, Squash comforts a friend, and Sultana wakes up in a better mood. The ranch in Bellum offers the team a small respite from the ravenous creatures that are hunting them. However, on the ranch itself, they come face to face with horses, ostriches, wolves, and a squirrel that summon their caretaker, a former Eye of Grouch named Hester. How did the barrier around the ranch come to be? How long ago did Hester die? And what is considered vermin in Bellum? I guess you're about to find out. Welcome back to the Lucky Die. You find yourselves in Hester's tiny little ranch house. It's just a small one-bedroom place. Um, you have all been set the task of going to find out whatever it is that is eating the grain, the hay used for the horses on Hester's ranch. More accurately, he pointed at Squash to do it to get a rat to catch another rat. So if you all want to help him, it's entirely your choice. Otherwise, there's beds for everyone except Squash. Uh. What do you all want to do? Um, I think Squash just kind of uh, looks at the team and says, "Um, I, I I don't know what Bellum rats look like or are like, but maybe they're not a big deal. Maybe they're just scurry little fuckers. Um, so why don't you guys take it easy? I'll I'll try to figure out what the hell is going on, and I'll I'll uh, regroup with you if it's something that I need help with." I'll catch up with you in a moment. Now, is this going to be, I'll call if I need help as my head's in a demon bear mouth call, or Uh, call before your head's in the demon bear mouth? I don't have you guys unconscious, which I have to deal with dealing with a bear. Like, I would have just walked away from the bear if you guys hadn't been there, but I had to deal with the bear. I'm not making it any better for myself. I know, I know. No, but those no. are my excuses, and I'm sticking to them. Okay. <laughs> those are your crossbows, and you're sticking to them. I'm not getting into a fight. I'm not sticking my hands or heads or any limbs into any other creature's orifices. Uh, Phrasing. I'll be safe. <laughs> I'll phrase things safely. <laughs> Peachy. And, yeah, I, I'm sure it's nothing. I'm sure it's nothing. Scream if you need help, but do it before you're in the bear's mouth or rat's no. mouth. They're not going to be bellum bears. Scream sooner than you usually scream. There's not going to be bellum bears eating the grain. I refuse to believe that there are <laughs> bellum bears eating the grain. There's definitely probably bellum bears. 
Well, he said rats. So let's just hope that they're little tiny rats and not... Okay, well... Demonic fire rats made of spikes mm -hmm. and glass. Well, now that you said it, I actually want to see that. That does sound interesting. No, no. <laughs> Don't put ideas in the GM's head. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Squash, you're leaving? Yeah, I'm just going to do a little bit of tracking, a little bit of, like, scouring, and I also think uh, Ral's up to something. <laughs> yeah, I was just basically going to dump you outside and then go to Ral. <laughs> Get What's the fuck up, out of Ral, my, my buds? <laughs> uh, Ral sits down, and Ral's gonna go into Tio's vision and ask for Tio's help. Oh, um, Tio is kind of like nesting in like the the rafters when you, you go into his vision. He's kind of just above you in the room, and you can look down. And you can see like um, Lafian yourself. You see Zoltana. Um, you see Karuna just kind of like um, nope. sorry, not Karuna, Electo. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> You can see Electo just kind of like curled up near kind of like the fireplace. And you can see Hester off to one side. You can see the door closing as, as Squash leaves. Um, yeah, you're in commune with, with Tio. Okay. Um, I'm going to fly outside with Tio and get Tio to help me see if I can find Hagen. Because it's not that I don't trust this man that we're with. He seems like he knows what's up. Um, but... I also just want as many trusted hands around as possible. And mm -hmm. uh, yeah, any help we can get is great. And I need to find Hagen. Yeah. Um, you get the feeling that, yeah, you can definitely transmit to Tio the person that you're after, at least the person that you knew. Um, visions of what um, Hagen looked like, um, the sort of person you know them to have been. Um you definitely get to the point where the edge of your vision with him has been hit and he'll just keep on going. And you get the feeling as he sends back messages that he he's sending you back a vision of you and Hagen and him all together. So you get the idea that he will come back with Hagen or he'll guide you to him. Okay. I think Tio has seen Hagen maybe with the mirror thing. If Tio was with me in the vision or, or in the house thing, but I'm T not sure. I can't remember if Tio was there. No, I don't. I don't think so and also you just kept running away <laughs> i did yeah <laughs> you just kept running away yeah. um but you have the idea that he'll be able to find um harlegan if harlegan is here um if harlegan is about um if he's not too demon um yeah like he'll go off and do that okay yeah uh after a little bit of that uh kind of looking around and after tio gets out of the range where i can um uh, really monitor it I will uh, rejoin with Squash and make sure that everything's okay there. Okay. Um, well, I'll have you like appear in like a moment or so after we start with Squash. Yeah. Um, all right, Squash, you find yourself on the ranch. You can see the fence all around. You can see off in the distance, you can see some of the demons still trying to get to the farm, uh, to the ranch area, but they seem to be repelled by the underground, whatever it is that is uh, stopping them from entering this area. Um, yeah, you can see a fair few of the horses wandering around. Um, you can actually see it's definitely beginning to get like a like a darker red in the sky. And um, you notice that some of these horses, um, sorry, horse, some of these horses, <laughs> I really need to pronounce things correctly, that some of these horses have fiery hooves and you can see some of them have like icy um, like saliva dripping from their mouths. What do you want to do? Ask you if that was a Freudian slip. <clears throat> no. Sorry, let's go. I was like... I need to describe what the horse is like. And the horse is... Hmm. Horse. <laughs> um, I think Squash is going to start by checking out the perimeter. I think Squash is going to check start by checking out the perimeter. He's going to like walk around and he's going to look for um, like uh, something that he would recognize as vermin, fe like uh, b b tracks. Yeah. The word okay. Go ahead and make a make a survival check for me. Uh, a normal survival check. I roll a 28 things to reliable talent. The fuck is... No, actually, I just rolled a 14 plus 14, so 28. Uh -huh. um, as you wander around, you see many hooves. You see many tracks that are... 
You see many tracks that make sense to the animals that are on this farm. Um, ostrich prints, you see like emu prints, you kind of see long claws, you see many, many different types of hooves. You also notice it's quite old now. Um, you can see that some sand has shifted over it, but you can still just very, very faintly, just one or two, you can see what looks like really tiny hooves and they're spread out quite far. When I say tiny hooves, I don't mean like rat size hooves i am like goat size hooves um you also notice that there is right next to them or between the spacings of those as if the creature is actually somewhat smaller you also see right next to those mingled in with them um prints for a creature that has three toes and one larger toe like a person's footprint oh like uh yeah it's a uh... It's not like a humanoid. backwards claw, three no, toes. No, it's it's, it's 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 definitely a humanoid. It's definitely toe-like. Okay. Um, but okay. they're they're kind of quite faint. They may be old. Um, at least that's what you're going to get to when Rao joins you. Yeah. Uh, there may be fresher ones ahead, but right now that's all you find. Okay. Um, yeah, I imagine Squash is just like he's like on one knee. He's like touching the ground, trying to like divine which uh, direction the footsteps point when Raul joins him. Tw- 25 to sneak up on you and, and scare you. <laughs> oh, okay. What's your passive perception? Uh, it's only... Let me let me check one thing before I say anything. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> You don't have to answer. We know the answer. It's Is more that than the 25. only reason you're out here? <laughs> <laughs> to scare squash? Do you have yeah. the observant feet? Yes. <laughs> then it would be Yeah, that blind sight within 10 feet anyway. Uh, 29. Okay. Uh, because you're per- uh, it's 10 plus your perception, and then because you have the observant feet, it's a plus 5 to the passive. So okay. it would be. Yes. All right. So 29. What did you roll? 25. You also have blind sense, so you'll notice him within however many feet anyway. Uh, yeah, when he's within 10 feet, blind sense is super yeah, short. It's, it's, yeah, as you're kind of like on down on one knee, like Raoul, you notice Squash is even smaller than normal. You begin to do that like very quiet sneaking up, trying to be very, very sneaky. But Squash, you just hear like the shifting of sand and like a claw on like a slightly hard rock. It's a really good sneak. It's like this would get most people, but you are yeah. most people. <laughs> I'm imagining Squash is like working on the thing. And then he realizes something's coming and it's being super sneaky. So I think he kind of reacts really like, huh! like he just turns around like cro- like <laughs> hand going for his crossbow when he sees Raul. It's just like, oh, uh, Damon. Hey, Raul. Yeah. Hey, well, gave me away. Um, I'm, I'm assuming it's the weirdness of the gravel. Uh, I, I, I've noticed that when we step on it, it doesn't part like normal gravel. It kind of like compresses in a weird way. Hmm. As long as it uh, wasn't sizzling, I guess I'm okay, huh? Okay. Uh, yeah, no, you're... I think that's kind of under control. I haven't been very aware of it recently, but I may have gotten used to it. I feel okay, I guess, right now. So, uh, have you found anything? Uh, yeah, I think... <clears throat> I think that um, there is... There is somebody here who is coming with a creature stealing the grain because uh, you can kind of see here and Squash is going to kind of like point out things in the ground. Uh, you can see that here this is much more of a humanoid footprint than the the creatures. And it's not like human or elf or dwarven as long as everybody has uh, one big toe and four small toes. Um, I'm assuming... I've never checked, but I'm assuming that's a normal thing across all the all the, the, the races. But this one only has three toes and one big toe. So um, it's probably some kind of a humanoid creature, probably some creature that has like um, demonized itself here in Bellum to some extent. I don't know. Um, do you, hmm. How many toes do you have, Squash looks down? <laughs> <laughs> I think I have like... Just like three big claw things, right? Like big dinosaur feet or whatever. 
That is entirely up to you. However it is in the OG picture from our <laughs> Oh, yeah, shit, yeah. <laughs> Our lineup pictures. Yeah, he has big All dragon right. feet, so he has like three or four big kind of claws, and then that's kind of it. Definitely not regular feet prints. <laughs> no. Okay, so even though you don't have the re- requisite uh, five uh, toes, you still don't fit this description here. So you are off the hook for now, Raul. Um, As you're looking down at the sand and you are trying to point out and you are trying to notice where they went, where they came from, you can tell that they came from a place in the opposite direction of Red Rock Town. You know, that's just not exactly 180 degrees away, but pretty close. Um, You also notice as you're looking around, like there are the tracks seem to have circled around. You can see even older ones to your left, slightly younger ones to your right sort of thing. And there's quite a few of them now that you're actually looking at it a little bit more intently and observing feet. Um... Yeah, so you you notice that. You also notice that it seems to be that to the area where the stables are, you see that these tracks are very old, um, that these tracks are slightly, they're slightly newer. um, And you notice that they've gone very large strides, um, very big gate to get over to where the stable is and where you would assume the the grain or hay or whatever it is. Um, They're slightly newer, but you also notice there weren't any return tracks. Oh. Oh, that's not good. They might actually be in the in the barn right now. Uh, the guys are not sleeping in the barn. The guys are sleeping in the farmhouse, farmstead. Yeah. So yeah, like um, yeah. Only you would assume only the the horses and and the other mounts would be in the stables. I think Squash is gonna go find uh balance and. Squash is going to go find Lafian and Sultana because whoever this is is probably in the barn right now. And if they are, I'd rather not get ambushed because if they're sneaky enough to get past the horses, they're probably pretty sneaky. That are their friends with the horses. I hate how much sense that made, Ralph. I hate <laughs> it. <laughs> um, yeah, when you... When you... Both return to the the homestead. Mm-hmm. Um, Hester is just lying on his back asleep. He has like his hand pretty close to his spear. Um, he doesn't sleep too far with his hand from it. Um, yeah, you you find the other two. I'm assuming Zoltana was attempting, I believe, to go to sleep at the end of the last ep, and then Lafian obviously sitting up and meditating on whatever it is that you two wish to be doing. Um, I promise not to do anything stupid. So I'm coming to get you guys because I believe that Pearson might still be in the barn right now. I'm asleep. Uh, no, you, no, you're not. Wakey, oh. wakey. <laughs> <laughs> in which Sorry, case, no. I, <laughs> no, no, that's val- That's so valid. No, I, I'm, I'm in, joking. In which you, case, in which case, my sleep. my answer to this is, what guys in what barn? Oh, uh, <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, right. Um. I think it isn't rats. I think it's a person with an animal, and I think they may have a hiding spot somewhere in the barn. So, uh, why need... would someone be hiding in the barn? For free grain and food. Okay, I mean, and safety because well, Hester has some kind of a what did he say underground room that pushes back all the demons or like the more like wild things, right? All right, let's let them live then. I mean, like let them be what they gotta be. Yeah, but they're stealing grain from Hester. I mean, that's also fair, but like... All right, let me go talk to him. (laughs) I promise I'm just going to talk. Hester or the guy stealing the grain? (laughs) Um, If you think if I talk to... Is it Hester with an H? I can never remember any fucking NPC names. I'm really good at this, you guys. I've been doing this for so long. You've got this. You've got this. <laughs> the other day, someone was like, man, you're you're a professional podcaster. That's so cool. And I was like, yep, I sure <laughs> am. And I definitely act like a professional every time I record the podcast. <laughs> See, I think all professionals, I think I think there's a layer of like lies to the, 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 the what people see. <laughs> I don't think anyone is professional. I think they're all like us. We act like professionals. God, I hope so. In the sense um, of yeah. our professional behavior, we are professional podcasters. We're professional. Uh, we're professionals goofing off. 
or at least I yeah. am. Anyway, uh, it's Hester, right? So, um, yeah. Do you think if I talk to Hester that they will be prone to violence towards this person if I tell them that there's a person in their barn? I don't know how territorial he is. Yeah. All right. So why don't I go talk to the person in the barn and then I'm going to go talk to Hester. That sounds like a good order. Yeah. Um, we'll stay outside the barn. So if the person decides to attack, you have backup. All right. Cool. Uh, I also don't know where <laughs> in the barn they are. So uh, uh, they may <laughs> they may take some finding. Okay. Well, I'm I'm not a particularly <laughs> good finder. I'm they not have a particularly a small, good finder. They have a small goat-like creature, I think. Something the size of a goat-ish. Oh, I love goats. A, yeah, uh, so you may be able to use that to claim that you've already seen or know where they are. I, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Just info for you. Or we set a trap, a grain trap. We know what they like. Why don't Why don't we not? This person is clearly <laughs> in, in a lot of need if they're hiding in somebody's barn, stealing their grain. Let's Let's maybe be... Less that. <laughs> They've clearly been there for a while. Uh, the tracks are old. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk in, and I'm, I'm gonna go like gently walk over to the barn, and I'm gonna like walk in with my hands, kind of like up, and be like, "Hey, buddy, um, I know you're in here. I am just want to talk to you. I, I, I could leave my weapon outside if you need me to. Um, I'm just here to talk." The inside of the barn is filled with about seven or eight horses. Um, you also see a couple of emu. A couple of, of the other um, stables are kind of empty, but you can see that there are obviously creatures uh, coming in and out of these. Um, can you roll a persuasion check for me, please? Oh, boy. Let's, I don't know if I'm any good at that because I don't remember any of my stats ever. <laughs> um, <laughs> Cal in the back, like, my, per- my nickname is Persuasion. <laughs> Let me talk to him. Cal persuasion born. <laughs> yeah, but I think this this the reason that I want to do that I wanted to do this is just because it's like so like what Zoltana used to do when she was part of the um Tears of Regulars. True. Oh shit. Yeah, that's a good point. Oh, I do a have good, good persuasion. Back. I have a plus nine. Nice. And oh. I have I got a twenty six. <laughs> um you hear a sort of like in one of these like empty stables um you can kind of like look up and see that there's another like balcony layer that goes above like all the different um different stable little holes um and you hear like scuffling from above one of the empty ones and you just hear leave your weapon all right i'm going to like walk um, to the door with my back to the door and then I'm gonna like uh, walk out real quick and I'm gonna go okay and I'm gonna look grab Cal and I'm gonna go listen I you're gonna be mad at me and I understand that but uh, this person <laughs> is clearly in really desperate need and I want them to feel comfortable to talk to me so um, who do I think that Cal dislikes the least uh, oh Rahl, um, you've Probably, <laughs> I think he told Ral that he didn't ever want to be held by him. Oh, um. <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> he wanted someone stronger to wield him. It just wasn't him. the um, present. It wasn't the long term. Well, none of my goal. friends are strong. I, I guess I'm gonna give him to squash. Athel <laughs> uh, spit take. You guys need to know that. <laughs> <laughs> the reason I'm laughing is because in my head I already visualized you putting the the sword down and it's bigger than squash. So squash just go like. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. <laughs> uh, uh. I just but yeah. I, if, I'm if just you gonna, lead it up against I'm gonna squash, like squash gently. Go. I'm gonna like go like hold out your hands. <laughs> you gotta <laughs> like be as small gentle. As possible. <laughs> you gotta be gentle with him or he might hurt. Listen, Cal, be good. I'll be out for you in like a minute, okay? And I'm just gonna. Like, <laughs> Gently place him into Squash's hands, and I'm gonna walk back in. And I don't have my da- my my little boot knives, my boot axes, because I like threw them into you the dimensional the axes, portal. Yeah, 
Right. Yeah, you threw them after uh, Daechin, and they're somewhere in the the garden area of the uh, like manor house in Falson. Yeah. They're somewhere Ooh, in the I garden. I gotta buy still. some new ones. Anyway, um, <laughs> oh, Demi I... said you could have all the shit ones that are currently on uh, Bloodhorn Island. <laughs> and then I walk back in to the barn, and okay. I'm like, "All right, I put my I put my sword outside. I don't have any other weapons on me." I'm, I just want to talk. I know what it's like to be really hungry and to not have a lot of options. What do you want from us? I just want to see if I can help you guys. And I want to talk to you because you're, you're, you're in the barn of somebody who might potentially not be the best person to be in the barn of. And I just want to talk to you guys and see, like, kind of what's your story and if I can maybe help you a little bit. I used to do this all the time. Uh, I I was part of a group that went around and helped people that didn't have a lot. You see, um, like, up in the kind of balcony area, you see, like, this tiny, like... Um goblin-looking head just kind of appear over, like, the balcony edge. And his face is kind of elongated. All the features are overpronounced. You can see that he only actually has one eye in the very centre. It's a cyclops. Um, You would guess about the size of a goblin, maybe a little bit bigger. Um, You can see that he has really long fingers and, like, what looks like clipped um, claws, so they've been obviously um, cut down. He's wearing something very threadbare on his chest, but you can't really see what exactly. And you see, just appearing next to him, you see like two fur-covered hands uh, place themselves also on the balcony. And you see another very furry-looking creature, face of a goat with very large nostrils and very small eyes with horns that go all the way back that look very razor-sharp, even in the darkness. Um, And the, the first says... Mistress sent us here for supplies. And the goat-faced creature says, I came here for the well. Mistress wants us back, but I wanted to stay for the well. Will you help us leave? Do I know what that means, the well? Uh, You could take a history check. I could do that, but or you could just tell me. <laughs> I don't know. How good is Zoltana's memory? Roll, roll uh, intimidation against the DM. Oh, I, damn. Also, I wouldn't be me if I didn't like jokingly just ask you to give me things without me having to roll. Yeah. So, I mean, sometimes y'all's natural persuasion um, persuades me. Um, you remember that when you were in Cicero and you were in. Um, Rose's uh, Cicero version, um, Rose being Talos's mum, you remember her talking about a well that they could use to look in on their loved ones. Where was that? Uh, that was in Cicero. Talos' mom was looking in the whale to watch Talos. Oh, right. Oh, and we're not... A- God, I have like the worst goddamn memory in the world. It's been like three weeks. Um, or We're not in Cicero right now, are we? No, you're in Bellum. Okay. Yeah, that's probably the only vague grasp of maybe what you think the well might be. Um, if it's true in Cicero, maybe it's true here in Bellum. You don't know. Uh, the well in Cicero? Um, <laughs> there's a well here on the ranch, and it allows us to look in on our loved ones. Yeah, I can talk to Hester about letting you guys use it. Hester is the orc? Yes. You see the pair of them look at each other and um, the kind of goblin-looking one says, We steal grain for the mistress. He probably won't let us stay. Well, I can. I'll t- I can talk to him about it. Does he know that you're stealing grain? Does he has he seen you guys? We're sneaky. We're small and we hide. So if you guys came in, he wouldn't know it was you stealing grain. 
Okay. Hopefully not. And who's your mistress? The, the mistress back at the Vortex. She sends us out for supplies and rumors. The mistress at the Vortex, hmm? Okay. Well, listen, I'm happy to help and see if I can get you guys access to the well. Who you guys want to go look in on? My children. How old? 54. 38. It's a precocious age. <laughs> they have the eldest has grandchildren of their own now. Wow, you must be so proud. I am lonely and scared. I wish I could tell them that everything will be okay. Well, um, I could do that for you, maybe. I'm not... I'm I'm just I'm kind of visiting here, so uh you see uh both their eyes uh go wide and they look at the goblin companion who kind of gives them like a smile and a thumbs up. Um and you can see that they only really have like three fingers and one thumb. Uh that that would be great. Yeah, I'd be happy to do that for you guys. It's I know what it's like to want to be able to tell somebody something and no, you won't be able to. Thank you. Yeah. What are your names? I'm I'm Logan Swiftell. Logan Swiftell. Since I'm going to be delivering a message for you, I should probably write that down somewhere <laughs> so that I remember <laughs> it. It's the goat one. The goblin? Goat. Goat. Goat! Oh, man. His name isn't Pete. <laughs> this would be the one time it would be perfect to name one one of them Pete. I, I, nobody's given us Pete. <laughs> I am Logan Swiftell. My, my son is Crimson. All right. Perfect. Thank you. Really. Do do you also have something you want to tell someone? Um, the goblin shakes the head and he says, No. I didn't leave many people behind. And they're all here in Bellamore and Cicero now. Well, we all end up here eventually. I... And you can see them like they look down and they look a little bit sad. I don't remember their names anymore. Hey, that's okay. Time takes from you and it takes from everyone. Uh, he nods. Will you speak to, um, will you speak to Hester, the orc guy? Yes. Please. But maybe if I'm going to do that, but first, if, if I'm going to do that, I, I'm going to need you guys to go somewhere not in the grain silo barn thing, because we don't want Hester to know, right, that you guys are the ones stealing the grain? Right. We can wait outside. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Uh, you can see them like looking at each other a little bit and they just shrug and nod and they look down at you and um, they say, I want to let you guys know because I don't want it to be a surprise. I I have friends. They're outside. They're not going to hurt you either. I promise. You have my protection from them. If any of them try to start any shit with you, I'll knock them out. Okay. You see them kind of like look a little bit concerned and then they, they kind of smile. Um, and the kind of goblin with one eye um, kind of smiles at you and um, he says, we'll come down and we'll wait wherever you want us to wait. Okay, cool. 
That sounds good. But I have a question. We still need the grain for the mistress. Well, is there anything you guys have that you could maybe exchange for some grain? Uh, they look at each other and they kind of shake their heads. Mm, no. Maybe I have something I can exchange. <laughs> Let me look at my sheet. That, that would be great. That's kind of you. What? What's your angle? I don't have an angle. I just, you guys seem like you're in a bad spot. I don't want you to get, I don't think you can get killed when you're already dead, but whatever bad, whatever people can do to you here, I'd probably, you guys seem sweet, so I'd rather not that happen to you. You see, like, both of them look at you and, like, um, the goat guy, like, tists his head, like, really much to one side, and you see the goblin, like, lean over, like, so far over the balcony, afraid he may even fall over, and they kind of, both gasp one after another and the goblin says you're alive yes I said I was only visiting yeah but we only we only visit places back in the vortex I you're alive yeah um hi I'm Zoltana oh. I'm here to save the world <laughs> We'll, we'll meet you outside the barn. And they kind of both pull back and you can hear them whispering me frantically to one another. They're like, what the hell? Oh my God. Like, or that. <laughs> there's a lot of that going on. Um, they, <laughs> you hear them clattering about and you hear them coming down a ladder and jumping into something soft. Um, and you see that when they appear in front of you, one of them is maybe three foot tall. Um, the goblin guy is quite quite short and you can see that the kind of goat person is maybe about two foot three something like that quite short um and yeah they're they're both holding these really big sacks um one of them is clearly clearly just completely filled with grain the other one seems to be filled with a mixture of grain and hay and you can hear like small little clinks and clacks as if there's other items also stored in there um and they're both kind of they're not exactly struggling under the weight but it is obviously like encumbering them you know what might be a good idea if we don't want Hester to know that you've been stealing their grain is that you don't have those bags of grain when we go to see them. Um, where do you think we should hide them? You know, I don't know. Why don't we ask my friend who's sneaky? He might know have good ideas. I think I'm going to need him <laughs> and my friend who's really good at talking to people to uh, to do anything <laughs> seems like a good idea and yeah they'll they'll leave they'll leave the barn with you um and yeah the the rest of you you see a small goat like creature with uh goat like legs but the hands are uh, covered in fur and you can also see there is a small goblin like creature um a cyclops with kind of um kind of like long hands but it, obviously they have claws that have been cut down um they're not letting them grow out as such um and you see them appear before you yeah they're about three foot something and two foot something i'm assuming the crew has been able to listen on in on the entire conversation yeah i'm gonna go with yeah it's a bit of a strain on the hearing but yeah um, hey guys i imagine that when squash hears the conversations dying down he's kind of like leaned Callenworn onto the barn and it's just kind of like <laughs> propping up against it just so it doesn't fall over. Don't touch me. <laughs> I'm trying not to but you need Stop to. It. You got dirt on me. <laughs> How dare. He's just like tormenting you and you don't know if he's being serious but Sultana would know he's joking. Callenworn um, is now that. Batman. I feel like you need to make friends Don't touch me. One of Sultana's <laughs> Sultana's friends. <laughs> 
Um, like any of my friends. <laughs> That's the issue. Um, yeah, you see that they're holding these, they're kind of like big sacks on their shoulders. One's, yeah, obviously just food and the other one is a mixture of food and items. Um, they're looking at the the three of you and they're looking up and, and across at Soskosh. Uh Hey guys, these are my new pals, Logan and I actually didn't catch your name. Thank you, patrons. Um, Everybody, except thank you, thirsty. patrons. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, thirsty. <laughs> I don't remember my name exactly, but my friends call me Chavel. Chavel. Okay. Chavel. Um. Quick question, just because I'm curious. Yeah. Is the goblin-like creature a genuine cyclops or a one-eyed goblin? Oh, they're a genuine cyclops. Thank you. Uh, Mike Wazowski. The... <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I just needed that cleared up because the the phrasing was like... Uh, yeah, yeah, it was a little bit... I apologize for being unclear. But no, yes, no, 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 no. Um, genuine Cyclops. Okay. Um, um, okay. Um, I was listening in and I want to ask a couple of questions before we go any further. How much grain do you need? A full sack? Uh, they look at each other and they, um, the kind of the, the goblin one says, We need as much as we can carry. The resources in the vortex are a little scarce. Okay. Um. Sorry. Uh. Rude of me. I'm squash. Uh. Lafian and Ral. Um. Hello. What is this vortex you're speaking of? The vort. Um. When we are killed here, we come back through the vortex. There are many of them, but one is close. We just call it the Vortex. Do you know what happens to us if we die here? I don't want to they find out. They both shake their head. Let's not find out, Squash. So why are you staying by the place where you come back? It's where some people come back. And it's sometimes easier just to stay there and wait for other people. They don't always remember you, and you don't always recognize them. But it's a good meeting spot. Hmm. Um, you say that Hester has a well that lets you spy on people. Uh, you see the goat one nod. How do you yes. know this? I've used it. Is he protective of it? Is he hiding that he has it? Or does he sell people access to it? Uh, he doesn't let anyone on his ranch. He doesn't like people. He doesn't like demons. He just likes his horses and the emus. Ah. <sighs> Well, we only carry things to eventually use or give them away. Uh, Squash goes into his, his, goes into Demi's bag of holding and he brings out a strange green bottle um, and he's going to pass it off to Sultana. This is a meat bottle from the mirror world. Uh, I assume it is probably very unique, very strange, very different. It is probably a very powerful bargaining chip if it comes from anybody except myself. It's not wrong on that. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Balance? Laffian? Hmm? God, it's so weird. It's so weird. I keep for. I'm sorry. Um, You're fine. Was there a question after that? Yeah. Um, will you help me with this? I am not the most amazing with words. I can be persuasive if I need to be. Right. Um, but I'm not diplomatic. I can come up with a bargain 
However, the fact that I'm an elf probably is more of a disadvantage when uh, dealing with people that are fans of Grumsh who also doesn't like elves. Do, do all eyes suddenly look at Ral? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Ral's going to have to be the one to translate, obviously, because... Well, actually, no, because he understands common. Yeah. Uh, I, I will help you with the bargain, but the actual talking itself the 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 hey could you do us a solid part probably should come from you since you and grumpsh have a good thing going and since he it seems to hold grumpsh's opinion in high regard me and grumpsh are kind of buddies yep oh man that's weird to say are y'all from kino we know some people from Kino, but none quite like you. They they shake their heads, and um, uh, Chaval says, "I think I don't recognize Kino, but I don't remember much from my life. I was a dwarf before I became this." So you've been turned by this place, yes? They nod. How are you able to get past his bubble? We're not so far. Oh, okay. Not so far down the road. Okay. So just so I understand the request, so you two need the, the grains and would also like to get a glimpse of this well, yes? Yes, I'd like to come check on my family often. But the mistress really needs the grain and any resources like that and any rumors and, and messages and info. She, she, she deals in secrets and... Well, uh, probably don't bring that up to Hester since if he's being very protective of the well, he probably... I'm assuming somebody who peddles rumors would have a lot of use for the well. So it feels like there might be animosity between them. Sorry, I'm having uh, a real hard time with my words. That's fine. Uh, you see, you see the, um, you see Logan just kind of like dip his head in it. Like there's a, there's a tinge of shame in there. Like he, he doesn't like doing what he's doing, but you'll pick that up really easily. There's no reason I need that at all. How many wells are there? There are a few all over Bellum. Are these things that can be made? I don't know. I, I don't <laughs> know either. That would be something for, I don't know. Maybe someone back of the vortex would know, or one of the little towns somewhere. Or someone who has his own. Hmm. If you're looking for the ability to have free access to this well and be able to see more than just on the one occasion, that's going to be a bit harder to bargain for. How often is it that you need to be checking in with this mistress of yours and returning to the vortex? We go and we try to be back to the mistress once every five or six days. And how far is it from here? About two or three days. If we had one of these horses, it would be a lot less. I, but I would not ask for that. They seem to kick up a lot of a fuss when we go near them. Is there anything that the... Vortex community sounds like can maybe offer him in terms of help. Anything you can think of that he might want. The last time the mistress spoke with him, he refused anyone to come onto his land. Hmm. Not to do with you guys more question aimed towards the group um she's a rumor peddler is that something we need or have any use for i mean we're looking for um the lady 
name still. Liana. Uh, we're looking for Liana. Maybe the mistress has some information there. Or we could use the well, possibly, to check where she is. It sounds like the well is for the living. You're probably right. The mistress isn't called Liana. No, but it's, it sounds like your mistress is a rumor peddler, so somebody who might actually know if she... She probably has more eyes and ears than just the two of you, right? Uh-huh. This this is going to be very difficult to do, and... I guess I should ask, as we're trying to figure this out, if Hester says no... If there is no deal that can be struck, are you going to continue um, coming and going without being observed? We would probably end up coming back here eventually. We don't we don't hit his place often only when we're desperate. Or when I really need to see my family. Is that very often? I I don't know exactly what often would mean for you. More than once a month? Maybe once a month, maybe twice. I think the strongest bargaining chip we have, and Squash looks at Sultana, is Sultana's relationship with Grumsh. I think that's the only thing that's powerful enough to actually get this guy to let those them onto his property on a regular basis. And we're only small. And why why does your mistress send you here so much? She wants to know what's happening down below in the physical plane. She wants to know all sorts of things. Tell people about their loved ones. Pass information backwards and forwards. Knowledge and rumors are power. The four of you being here, and the four of you alive being here, that's going to be worth a lot to a lot of people. Like who? The people who lead the Vortex. The ones who lead the armies. We were planning on having a conversation with them, actually. So... Is it true then? Is this really the end time? Not if we have anything to say about it, but it's looking that way. Something big and something bad is coming our way. But that has happened before, and if we succeed, it's going to happen again at some point in the future. Balaam's army has never been called. I guess we have to make sure that it's we could tell the leaders that you're coming. You don't seem like fighters. Why here? I don't remember. <laughs> Why does he have a well and your person does not? There isn't one at the vortex. And this is the closest. Does she have a name? Facts. Ross is like a little bit quietly <laughs> compared to how we, we, we've been sitting here, like even more quietly. I'm not sure I like that he's just sitting here keeping people from using this. This seems like a good thing, and this is not so much a farm as it is a treasure. This is everything for some people, and he's sitting here with it all for himself. They nod. They said there's a couple of wells all over the place. I'm assuming the strong and the powerful take the wells for themselves. Maybe some deal use it more as a bargaining chip, but for some reason Hester sits on it for himself. I don't think picking a fight with him is a good idea. Um, 
some kind of a bargain feels the feels like the safest play to me. Um, we could even possibly um, try to leverage it in our on our behalf. Um, if we get them repeated access to the well, it means that the mistress Vax would be Vex. 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 Uh, F-E-X. Vex. Sorry. Thank you. Uh, then the Mr. Fex would be in our, um, like, doesn't know us a favor, but we've already done her uh, a good one. Perhaps he is trying to keep her from it specifically. Can people talk to uh, people in Bellum? Can people uh, from Bikron talk to people in Bellum? Are there spells for that? Do you mean from people from Cicero? No, from from the real world, from the living oh. world. Um, but they, like, um, Chavo kind of like shakes his head, but um, Logan nods and he says, "I've heard rumors that sometimes people living here are contacted by the living. Only a few words or a sentence here and there." Could be that the wells are used by strategic people to pass information back and forward. Sounds like a free clairvoyance access to the material plane if you have somebody in Bellum to be your contact. It's a powerful thing. If this mistress, for instance, I'm just I'm just throwing out things here just because I'm thinking about it. If this mistress, for instance, is in contact with somebody from the double ones. She could be using it to spy on their opponents, their targets. Just thinking how it can be abused, uh, why it isn't necessarily a good thing. Um, we can't rule out that Dacian hasn't been here. Well, yeah. Not very useful for him, maybe. But still, like, we don't know everything that he needed for anything, so... I think Squash is just going to look towards Sultana and say, I think the best thing to do here is just to tell the truth. I think any amount of lying is only going to get us into trouble because Hester does seem like the kind of person who would take lying very personally. I don't think he would find sport or uh, interest in it. And if he's lied to, I can see him turning that real dangerous real fast. So we should just tell him... That they're green thieves is what you're saying? Uh, basically, tell them we found the green thieves, that they are innocent little scurrying creature, and they know a person that we might need help from, so we're here to bargain on their behalf. Okay, yeah, that I can do that. It would and put us in he... good graces with the, the mistress. It would also... It wouldn't be one-sided, I would like to know why he's keeping everyone from the well. Yeah. You see, like, the pair of them, they're kind of, like, taking a few steps back as you're talking about giving them up. Um, <laughs> hey, guys, I'm not going to no. let anyone hurt you. I promised. And I, I keep my promises once I give them. If if you're going to... If you're going to do that, um, just... We, we should go. No, no, uh, we're not going to give you up. We would never do something like that. We're honesty is a much better tool than lying and cheating and stealing. It's much better. Trust me. It's true. He used to do that all the time. You want me to help you onto the roof? I don't think that he'll be able to climb up to the roof very easily if he gets mad. Yeah, you guys should listen to Squash. Squash knows what he's talking about, for real. You won't let him hurt us. No. I promised, and I keep my promises. You won't be able to if you're on the And I, I, I pick up my sword, and I put it back on my back. Like, very... Stylish. With a flourish. He would need a ladder. We'll trust you. But... If things go wrong, we'll we'll try and find you. Don't run away straight away. 
I, I don't know a lot about orcs, but I can, from what I know about them, they respect bravery and like strength. If you cower and run away at the first race of a voice, he's not going to think highly of you. And it's going to make it a lot harder for us to bark on your behalf. Also, and this is just true in general, if you run, you look really guilty and it makes people want to chase you. Well, we kind of are guilty. Yeah, but if you stand your ground, it looks like you're like less guilty somehow. Like, uh, if you okay. look, stand there looking contrite, he's going to be more receptive than he is if you run. If you run, it's going to, like... I'm just saying from experience of when I was... Less honorable? Anyway. Um, <laughs> we'll trust you. Um, one thing, Sultana. Um, that meat bottle you have over there. What's up? About that meat bottle I gave you earlier, um, I took two bottles from the um, from the Mirror World, and one of them was a wine bottle that I shared with um, Trampel, and it was genuinely out of this world. I'm assuming Hester has never tasted anything like it, and he may be much more interested in it than he leads on. Just putting that out there. What I mean is don't turn it into a Molotov cocktail and throw it at somebody. It's it's worth a lot, I think. <laughs> but imagine how big of an exploit now. I have How many D20s do we all have at hand? <laughs> I have zero. <laughs> okay. Oh, what if that's the difference between <laughs> us winning and losing against the <laughs> I throw a Molotov at the giant cloud of doom. And then we hug it. Um <laughs> As it burns to death. <laughs> Rage hug it. Um, Logan says, then, and you see like the both of them just like take a deep breath in and just kind of like straighten their backs a little bit. And they're, they're just somewhat a little bit taller, but not massively. Um, and Logan says, then let's go speak with, go speak with Hester. Will you speak with Hester for us? I, I, can we sleep first? <laughs> no. I won't get to sleep day. until we like, get to the I thought he woke us up. Before you came in. <laughs> I thought Squash oh, woke this? us up. Yeah, then that's his fault. Yeah, this is Squash's fault. Then no, you haven't rested. I'm, I'm saying I'm not allowed to sleep until... Do you want me to sit out here in the barn with the guys? Is that what <laughs> you're asking me? No sleep till... No sleep till vision well. <laughs> We could take you to the vision well, if you want. Okay, super interesting. Love that proposition. Let's not piss off Hester before we do negotiations. Yeah, right. And if we murder Hester okay. and all his horses, no. then we can look at the vision well as much as we want. He's supposed to be... Why are you saying these things? Because if negotiations go real, real south. If we kill him, we'll have to have a cage ready for him at the vortex so that he can't come and kick our ass in two days. <laughs> if we kill... We're not killing Hester, by the way. <laughs> My assumption is that Hester is extremely powerful to be able to hold down this fucking farm. Like, not dated strong, but I'm assuming he's going to kick our ass. He ha literally has a pen full of nightmares. Yeah, he's fucking strong. <laughs> They're All literally right. called nightmares. They're literally like fucking ho like hellish horses, and he has a barn full of them. So kind of. his horses can stab kind you. Kind of, yeah. Kind of. That's yeah. Weird unicorn horses, yeah. That's on another Kick level. Um. Okay, let's let's go and speak with Hester. Hi, everyone. Thank you for listening to the episode. We hope you are enjoying the show. If you would like to find us on Patreon and become a supporter, you can find us on patreon.com slash blighthouse. Speaking of patrons, thank you to Quest Portal for being patrons of our show. We appreciate you. And thanks to patrons Arista for the name Logan Swifto and Falamon for the name Crimson. 
and Chaos Brain Kathy for the name Shavad. Thank you all again for listening, and thanks again to all our Patreon supporters, and we will see you all next episode. Goodbye. Hey, sorry to interrupt your favorite podcast, but I'm here to tell you about Shrimp and Crits, an actual play podcast with a southern twist. My name is Ian, and I am the keeper for this show as we play Monster of the Week by Michael Sands. If you like the sound of swampy monster mayhem, gators gone shopping, and magical fairy mischief, you will be right at home in the remote panhandle town of Gullicochica, Florida, where spooky danger has begun to wash ashore. Shrimp and Crits is the story of Sarah Payne the Mundane. All I'm asking for is answers. That's all I'm looking for is the truth. Ari Green the Searcher. You know the proclamations of the fame. I suggest you follow them from now on. And Ray Ray, the most mundane monstrous you will ever meet. Mr. Zeus, I'm a I'm a big fan. I, I knew you were I knew you were real. Um, and Ray Ray's just like bowing in front of this swan. As they fumble their way through protecting their skeptical town from mysterious evils. We release new episodes every other Monday on the podcatcher of your choice. Hope to see you soon in sunny Gullicochica. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.